If there's one skill that will skyrocket your success regardless of your profession, it's public speaking. So why don't most of us develop this ability? In a word, fear, right? And in this episode, I'm going to share one simple hack that will obliterate your fear of public speaking. Hey guys, Michael Hyatt here. Welcome to episode 11 of The Double Win, my private podcast for Business Accelerator clients. So for years, I struggled with the fear of public speaking. In fact, fear is probably not a strong enough word. I was often terrified and I sometimes felt paralyzed and it was all I could do to get myself on stage. Well, several years ago, I was in Beaver Creek, Colorado, co-hosting the SCORE conference with my then partner, Ken Davis. Now, this is a conference designed to teach leaders how to become better public speakers. And Ken's unique framework has helped thousands of leaders, including me, take their speaking to the next level. And I often say it's the single most useful conference that I've ever attended. Well, it also went a long way toward helping me overcome my fear of public speaking, even though it wasn't exactly designed to, to address that issue directly. Well, regardless, in this particular event in Beaver Creek, I was terrified. Why? Well, because among the attendees at the conference were 10 to 12 of our speaking coaches. Now, these were expert speakers in their own right. I mean, we paid them to analyze the speeches of our students, and I knew they were going to be analyzing me, and I was going to be put under the microscope. So, on the morning of the day that I was supposed to speak, I called Gail, and I had barely slept the night before. I couldn't eat breakfast. All I could think about was how I was going to embarrass Ken, fail our coaches, and prove to our students that I really didn't belong on that stage. I, I told Gail, babe, I'm terrified. I've got zero confidence. All I can think about is how I'm going to make a fool of myself. Well, a lot has transpired for me since that event. Today's speaking is a completely different experience. Not only do I not fear it, I look forward to it. Seriously, it has become one of my favorite things to do. I can't wait to get on stage. So what shifted? In a word, my focus. Now, when it comes to public speaking, your mental focus is everything, and it can be in one of three places. More than anything else, this will determine your emotional state right before you take the stage. First, you can focus on yourself. Guys, this is the worst possible place to focus. When I'm fearful about taking the stage, it's because I'm thinking about myself. For example, am I dressed appropriately? Will they laugh at my jokes? Will they think my content is insightful? Now, there's an appropriate time to think about all this stuff, of course, and it's just not right before you step on stage. These issues should be settled long before you show up at the event. For example, I work with a, a stylist to make sure that I'm well-dressed, and I like to, to dress one level above the audience, so I always ask the event host what the attendees will be wearing, and then I confirm with them how I intend to dress and whether or not that's appropriate. And as a result, I show up at the event confident that I've chosen the right clothes. Now, when it comes to jokes, I don't tell many, but I've validated with my team that the ones I do tell are funny. I've rehearsed the timing, and I'm confident that they're going to land and get the response that I expect. And I also don't teach or speak about anything that hasn't gotten real results in my own life and in the lives of my clients. So I don't teach theory. I only speak out of my own experience. And consequently, I know 
I mean, I know what I have to share is useful. But again, these issues should be settled long before I take the stage. The last thing I should be thinking about right before I speak is me. Number two, you could focus on your content. Now, this is the second worst place to focus. It's a little better than focusing on yourself, but it's still not a great place to focus. You don't want to be in your head worried about what you're going to say or how you're going to say it. And just like focusing on yourself, there's an appropriate time to be thinking about your content. I mean, it's essential, but this should be happening in the few months or the weeks before the event. This is the time to get crystal clear on your big idea. Expand the content into a simple and memorable outline, both for you and the audience, and identify compelling stories to start and end your speech. Also, if you intend to use slides, this is the time to create them or have them created for you. You want to make sure they augment your talk rather than usurp it. The focus should remain on you, that is by your audience, not your slides. And whatever you do, don't read your slides. Mine typically contain only images and graphs or maybe single words or phrases that enhance what I'm saying. And finally, I like to rehearse my speech several times out loud on my feet. This is another thing I learned from Ken, but this enables me to let the speech settle into my, my body. And this makes it easier to remember and engages my entire being in the process. So don't be focusing on the content right before you take the stage. Third, you can focus on the audience. Now, guys, this is the best place you can focus before you take the stage. This gets you out of your head and focused on something outside of yourself. And I literally try to obsess about the audience. For example, who is my audience? And I make a point of asking my event host this question in our, in our pre-event call, typically weeks before the event. But I want to remind myself of who these people are demographically and especially before I take the stage. What are their dreams? What do they want uh, for their life or their business? What are their hopes? What goals would get them really excited if they could achieve them? Again, I'm rehearsing all this in my head right before I take the stage. What are their challenges? What's keeping them from, from accomplishing their dreams? Where are they discouraged? Where are they frustrated? Where are they overwhelmed? Where are they stuck? How are they feeling now? In other words, as they enter the auditorium to listen to me, how are they feeling? What conversations did they just have? Maybe it was a phone call from their office or home. Maybe it was a talk with, with one of their colleagues or one of their peers. How did it leave them emotionally as they take their seat? Certainly, these are excellent questions to ask when you begin your preparation process, and I highly recommend that. But it's also important to circle back and review these questions right before you take the stage. And it gives you an external focus so that you're not thinking about yourself and you're not thinking about your content. Now, there's one other thing I like to do right before I speak. I review my speaking affirmations. These are things I know to be true regardless of how I may feel at the moment. These connect me, connect me to, a, to a larger purpose and why I'm there. Now, I happen to be a person of faith, so my affirmations reflect that, and if you aren't, that's fine. I'm going to share them with you here in just a second. Just feel free to modify these or come up with your own. You're free to steal these, and I'll have Deidre post these uh, in our Business Accelerator Mighty Networks network. So, I offer these as an example. So, here's my affirmations. I'm just going to repeat them to you as I repeat them to myself. And by the way, I usually do this out loud in the green room before I take the stage. So, here's what I say. I'm not here by accident. 
God sent me to these people at exactly this time. That's because he has a purpose. Therefore, I have a purpose in being here. What I have to share today is vitally important. It matters to them, to their loved ones, and to all the people they will eventually impact. Those that hear this message will be changed forever. Years from now, they'll look back on today and say, it all started here. Through Christ, I can do all things. He has given me every resource I need to succeed. I have the energy, the passion, and the message to make a huge impact now and for eternity. By God's grace, I am prepared. My heart is wide open. I will connect and see transformation. Now, on that morning before I spoke at Beaver Creek, again, I was terrified. But Gail, gently, as only she can do, rebuked me. And she said, honey, you need to shift your focus. Stop thinking about yourself. This isn't about you. It's about them. I want you to hang up the phone and get focused on the audience. Think about them and only them. You are going to do great. Guys, that shifted everything. As I began to focus on the audience, my breathing slowed. My heart rate came down. My anxiety began to evaporate, not completely, but noticeably. And since that time, I've even learned to reframe the slight anxiety that I feel before speaking. And instead of letting it spiral into fear, which is what I used to do, I remind myself that this is how my body prepares itself for peak performance. Adrenaline is a gift. It's a gift that sharpens my mind and allows me to be fully present. I welcome it. If you found this episode valuable, or if you have questions, let me know inside the online community on Mighty Networks. If you've got a question you want me to consider answering here on The Double Win, leave me a voicemail. I do listen to all of them, even though most are comments, which I also greatly appreciate. Regardless, do that inside the Anchor app. And if you haven't downloaded the app yet, you can do that at anchor.fm. Until next time, keep pursuing the double win. It's not either or. You really can win at work and succeed at life. See you next time.